Good afternoon. I am your host. It's 2023. And this is METV. And in the building, on top of everything, the queen. We're back for a new season, 2023. Heather, how's everything? This year is off to a great start. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you might want to get right into it as I'm setting this up. Okay. Well, our uh, our topic for today is Emmy, Encourage Me, I Am Young, our 2023 agenda. And the reason why this is exciting is it helps us to be able to set the tone for what you're going to hear and see over these next 12 months. It helps us set the agenda for who we are trying to reach and what, how we are uh, fulfilling our mission of the restoration of family. So uh, some really exciting things coming up. We're going to share with you our agenda so that it is clear to you as our listeners and viewers, whether you're hearing it live or you're hearing the recorded version, that we want you to have this agenda so that you can be a part of the process. And so um, the first thing I want to share with you is our um this is our the work that we do. We work in prevention and intervention. And then that work, there are three areas that we work. We work in advocacy, awareness, and action. And I'm going to share with you what that looks like. Say, before you get too deep, right, <laughs> I just want to talk and say how dope 2022 was. Yes, indeed. 2022 was uh, what an amazing year. Um, you know, and really, as we touched on a few of those things, but having that uh, that RV really, uh, that's a that's a bad boy, you know. And I'm looking yes. forward to um, really just expanding on that. You know what I mean? But great year. Let's get started. 2023. Yes, day two. Day two. Day two. All right. So um, as I mentioned before, this agenda is really important because of our work in the restoration of families through seeing the live boys. And the boys that we're trying to reach this year, again, are age three to 24. You're going to see uh, the unfoldment of our uh, one of our last uh, initiatives around boys starting at age three. Why is that important? We want you to know that's important to help uh, tool our boys even at three years old, because those boys also they suicide between the ages of 5 and 11. And so the more we equip our boys to be who they've been called to be, to pour into them, have opportunities to pour leadership into them, to pour um, finding themselves and having identity and having a sense of belonging to a positive group, even at age three, you see them now trying to follow behind the big kids. You see them uh, doing some things that, you know, are amazing in terms of technology. How do we capture that and how do we keep moving them forward in a positive way? And that's what we're seeking to do with uh, with our Boy Steps program. So our Emmy Boy Steps will start this year and that's age three to seven. And so we're excited about that being one of our initiatives. But 
I first want to talk about the three areas that we work in prevention and intervention. Those three areas, again, are uh, advocacy, awareness, and action. So I'm going to tell you some of our programs that fall up under those topics, and then we'll talk a little bit about those, too. So under our awareness activities, there's our Smash Suicide campaign. That is uh, billboards, uh, positive messaging, and making sure that people have access to resources and information that can help immediately. That there's no long wait times between getting the help that you need when you see something happening in your family. And uh, that's that's kicking off this month. Absolutely. Early. And we'll talk more about that. Okay. Okay. So also under awareness is our Emmy National Respect Day, which is coming up April the 6th. Um, and that's a, a school involvement, community involvement initiative that we have every year. Um, it's, it's an amazing way to see our young people and their voices and how they um, how they interpret respect and how they deliver it in their in their school communities and how they de- deliver that that message in our community and a large community. The next one is Reading is Life, which is another amazing initiative talking about and speaking to how important it is just to read. Once you start the habit of reading, your life begins to shift and begins to open up. One of the the challenges that we have as a community is we just don't read. We don't read labels. We don't read, read captions. I mean, there's a lot that we don't read, even on the medications. Now, they tell you in the commercials that this causes, this medication causes this result, that result, this symptom, that symptom. We don't read those things. We look at the commercials, the people bouncing around with basketball <laughs> and riding scooters and surfing and, and think that that medication, you know, may be the answer for you. So I, I encourage us all to read. Um, and our president and founder has made a suggestion that reading is life and every direction that you look, if you don't read the the, the fine print on your mortgage statements, if you don't read it always leads us into deeper trouble. So we want to keep promoting Reading is Life. We're going to talk more about that initiative and our mental wellness and referrals with our partner, our community partner, CNS Healthcare. And we're looking to expand those partnerships uh, into this year to be able to help people get, again, the resources that you need. Anything you want to talk about in awareness? So, one, the Smash Suicide Campaign. Looking forward to that. Um Expanding, uh, what an impressive time uh, in September. Where it was it October? Mm-hmm. Um, October, we had uh, nine other billboards across the country in nine other cities. Um, we had uh, all the billboards throughout southeastern Michigan. We did them in Kalamazoo. We did it in Grand Rapids, um, and uh, we continue to raise the 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 awareness on boys and suicide. It is just amazing that um, this is not uh, a major conversation, right? So we're going to make it a major conversation in 2023 um, as to what it takes to slow some of it down. I don't know if we can solve it, but to slow down uh, and, and keep some people alive, right? And then, you know, of course, Respect Day, Looking forward to that, as well as uh, the reading is life. Reading is life is everything. Um, part of some of the decisions that are being made comes from a lack of reading. Part of some of the crimes that's being committed comes from the lack of reading. Some of the issues that they're having in school comes from the lack of reading, right? So reading is life. We have to become a very vibrant reading community. Like, it has to become normal 
to see kids pausing on their bikes to get off to read versus getting off their bikes to play video games. We have to get to the space where reading becomes a very important issue to the culture and the community um, and, and to Michigan. Uh, of course, when we went to the MCAN, uh, they're trying to educate 60% of the state, right? Or was it 70, 30, or 60? I think it's uh, 60, 60 60 by 40. 30. Yeah, 60, 40. 60 by 30. 60, 30? Okay. So, by uh, 2030 is the goal. Okay, 60 so by 2030. 60% of our population. Being educated. Well, why? Because if the population is educated, it cuts into crime, period. If everyone is educated... You look at cities and states where they don't have a lot of crime is because everyone is educated. Uh, everyone is reading. Those are the reasons why education has to become a force. Um, uh, but that, that'll, that'll do me right there. Indeed. So, um, so those are our awareness activities. And so we want you to participate. So when you see the messages come across social media, share those messages. It's not just about the number of people who like what they see and like what they read. It's about the number of people who have that information as a tool. And the more information that we have, the more we can do to prevent and, and, and have that uh, opportunity to intervene with some of the activities that are happening in our community. Uh, our next area, um, that's our goal for 2023, our agenda for 2023, is our advocacy work. Ooh. And so in our advocacy work, we target males 3 to 24. That's really important in our messaging. We also have our use our METV podcast, which you'll see here every Monday at 4 o'clock. We also have our ME theme song, um, which is a, a, a really... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is a, a a message to make sure that families and parents are aware of their children and know the value of their children and the value of our families. So there comes a time that's really important that we keep uh, we keep that positive messaging in front of us. The uh, the next initiative is our in school programs. So our goal is to one have a presence in every elementary school because we know that that's where the foundation of the value for family, community, and school is is developed. So we want to be a part of that. We want to be in more middle schools, again, in our leadership programs, and then finally in more high schools where the leadership of those uh, young people in our community, especially our males in our community, have a, uh, a, a plan to navigate through high school to navigate into uh, their next step, whether that next step is entrepreneurship, whether the next step is going to work, or whether the next step is continuing their education. We need to be able to connect with them and remind them one of their value and that uh, the investment in them is a real investment, but they have to also invest in themselves first. And so we want to be able to help build and nurture and cultivate that relationship with our, 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 our boys and our young men. The next one is our Emmy Community Pancake Breakfast, which is really, really exciting. Um, it is a time where we can share information with our communities. We can break bread together. Some of the great uh, best pancakes you'll have around. Um, and then just to, to fellowship and to see our boys in leadership roles. So typically at that our Emmy Pancake Breakfast, 
um, our boys lead that they're the ones that are serving and seating and um, being really a part of the community so that they can be visible. Uh, another initiative that we have coming up um, and under our advocacy work is our man-to-man news summit, which will grow even bigger this year. It'll be set in October, either the no, I believe it's October that we set the date, which would be the first um, the first Saturday of October. And in between that time, we have our um, our Boys Matter Promise Coalition, and this is our um, this is the space for boys age 13 to 24, so that we can reach them. Uh, and this is in all of the cities that we are targeting for 2023. But locally in southeastern Michigan, really having an opportunity to connect with boys, giving them a platform, that's first, where their voices are heard, their concerns are heard, and we can help them and help support them have the solutions or have the um, put together their plans. We want to be a part of that. And so we're calling out those boys 13 to 24 to a table so that we can meet uh, by a Zoom and we can meet in person so that your voice can be heard. You already know how to solve and resolve some of the issues that you see amongst boys. You are part of the problem. You are part of the solution. It is your voice that we need to have um, to speaking and speaking life into you and into our community and our family. You are the foundation and we need for you to be a part of this process. So those are some of the things that we do under our advocacy work. Calvin, you want to elaborate on some things? Don't take no more of my babies. I don't want to lose no more. The one thing that is clear, right, about this advocacy work um, is it's just so important to put men in front of our boys, right? It's so important for this example um we've been watching this far too long uh, over 50 some years we've been watching our governments our people divest in the mail and it has not paid off the divestment well i guess i shouldn't say it hasn't paid off it paid off for the rich it paid off for people i uh, paid off for the prison holders and stakeholders and prisons it paid off for that but we uh the casket makers the uh, it paid off for those uh, those things and the military and uh, things like that, but it didn't pay off for the family. Uh, and it has not paid off for the family the way that it needs to pay off for the family. Um, our country, um, our world, it thrives on family. And so it's so important that we get this process really growing and going uh, and so I'm excited about this advocacy work because I know this is going to take a little bit more. But uh, again, maybe I should be going the other way, which is something I promised myself I would. But I, I thank God for the men that have stepped up and um, said that they wanted to be a part. Uh, I'm hoping to expand on that. And um, uh, we're coming uh, for the rights to uh, be in front of our boys. Absolutely. Thank you. And then our last agenda item is the action, the action that we're taking to make sure that this agenda is fulfilled for 2023. The first um, action that we are taking is, again, our mobile mentoring bus. Uh, We're still working on the renovations for the interior of the bus, but it's not going to stop that bus from moving. 
we have to keep it moving. So if you're out there and this is one of the initiatives that you want to support, these are key areas to invest time and resources. So we need you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Mobile Mentoring Bus, our ME Mentor Trading Academy. So that means that anyone that st- comes with us as a mentor, particularly fathers, that you come to us as a mentor, you go through a formal training process. There is a mentor training academy so that we make sure that we're saying the right things, we're doing the right things, and we're living our lives in front of those boys who need this model of manhood. So we help to navigate that work, help you to be prepared and confident in taking that next step. The next uh, action step that we take is our ME Boy Steps, which is the program that I mentioned to you for boys three to seven years old. Again, preparing them for the role of uh, mentee as they move into the Future Leaders program at starting at age eight, which is the next uh, program. And from eight to 14, they move into our ME Elite program, which is from 14 to 24. And so that's the span of high school. That's the span of starting your work life. That's the the space where your identity and what you identify with and who you identify with is most critical to your next steps. Um, and then the next one is our um, Building Our Sons. We offer a boss session within our mentoring program for mothers and grandmothers raising your sons. Why is that important? Because the things that they're learning and the things that they need, we have not been necessarily equipped to to help support them in the ways that they need support. We need to be able to understand better what they need and how we can support them, how we can support what they're learning in the program at home, how we're not um, sabotaging their futures. And sometimes we can love so much that we can make, um, we can set them up for failure. And so in boss session, we learn three things. We learn about how to to uh, provide our own self-care. We learn about uh, resources that are available for the family. And we also learn the things that boys need and some important parts of their journey and how we can support them in healthy ways. And so th- that's that particular session in our programs is very important. Um, the next uh, area of action is our all you got football camp and that normally happens in the end toward the end of june and so for boys interested in playing football um either learning new skills or enhancing the existing skills so that you can be more um more prepared for the season that's coming whether you're doing it in school whether you're doing in pal leagues or other leagues it's an important tool to have it's an amazing camp, and you are being instructed by some amazing people. So technique and fundamentals are the best there. And then uh, also our um, all you got AAU basketball, which happens throughout the year, and that's going to be initiated in uh, this well this month. Um, and it's going to be amazing to see our boys again learning basic fundamentals for basketball so that they can, again, be a good team member, have basic fundamentals, and you can enhance those skills that you already have, especially if you want to play on your school teams or you want to play in a community team or community league. It's important space to be. And then the last one is our collaboration. So this, this particular level of collaboration is for other organizations whose mission and vision align with the restoration of families. How do we get back to uh, having and maintaining stronger families in our communities? 
wherever our families appear, that would be school, that would be community, that would be at work, that would be in the places that you play and worship. All of these spaces are um, built upon the, the premise of a family. But we need to make sure that we're practicing those premises. And so we use boys and and working with boys to help reestablish families because we believe that that is the seed of a family. And so, Calvin, some things you might want to add about our action steps. So I think it's important to say, um, based on um, our work, and how we go about this work is it's um this year is it's going to take on a different uh space and mindset and uh, more importantly uh, a much better result we've been getting the results um in servicing our community we'll continue to service our community uh creating boys of promise and the opportunities that boys uh, can have this is a great time right now for opportunities so young men can be creative and have the opportunities that they uh, are so deserving of so one day they can be heads and lead up their family. No matter how we look at this thing, uh, we have to make it clear that we've been um, reducing uh, the process for the male for so long. It's very difficult for our women and our and women to be in access to another male or a man because there are things that he just doesn't have. He has not been guided. He has not been properly taught. So we do this to make sure that he's out of a certain environment and into the right mindset for his life, right? And so when he goes on, um, and remember, as I said earlier today, all ingredients counts. We're just playing a, a big part of the ingredients. And everything that we talk about with these boys uh, is to create safety um, for our women and our children and our community. And our, it's it's that important. And because we do have the results, it is time that we take this up another notch, as well as it's time for people to uh, to understand that this is the work that has to be done to prevent the violence, uh, the suicides and the brokenness and the broken homes and the broken hearts and the, the rapes and the murders. This is the results. These are the things that can help knock some of that off. Uh, if we can pull some out, Dr. Judge, Judge Karen Braxton said it's not that all of these boys are deserving to go into the system. Some of them just need an opportunity so they don't repeat. What happens is, is that our boys will find themselves repeating these crimes and everything just out of boredom and out of the things that we give them as parents. As parents, we really spend a, a lot of time handing our boys things instead of teaching our boys things and that is such an important piece uh to our work and so i'm, I'm looking forward to um uh, 2023 uh it's going to be a, a tough year um going forward and what i mean by tough is because i'm i'm coming in to fight everybody might as well get ready uh i'm not coming to play and 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 for me it's we're walking into rooms that's demanding what we need to pull this off. And so that's where we are. And if it's not, uh, if that's not where you are, then I don't want you around me anyway. If you're not understanding how important uh, family is, I really don't want you around me anyway. So I think that's important for me to say that, you know, um, I'm very 
um, uh, I should say, I'm very um, progressive in my thoughts. Is is that the right way to say it? I'm very progressive in my thoughts. Um, uh, and results oriented. And and results oriented, right? We you know we just we just want them to have an opportunity, right? That are have the opportunities that are already out there. Here's what you can see. And here's the opportunities that you can take advantage of as a young person. So thank you, Calvin. I think that is an important perspective for us to have. The other perspective that I'd like for us to take before I get into our last two uh, pieces of our agenda for this year is I want us to remember that, and this was a, a philosophy that I took on as a young person, that if I'm not part of the solution, then I'm part of the problem. There is no room on the sidelines anymore. We have, uh, the violence has, has gotten so out of control, there is no innocent bystander anymore. You can't stand by anymore. Eventually, what we don't involve ourselves in will come to your door. If you're not involved in the suicide prevention and intervention work, it can show up at your door. That means amongst your family, your friends, and your loved ones. We need to have the tools and the strategies to prevent and intervene. We must. There is, there is nobody else coming to do the work that we have to do as a family, that we have to do as a community, and that we must do in education. Education is more than just sending someone to a school building. Education is about teaching and learning and growing and investing in your today so that you recognize that tomorrow has a value. If it doesn't have value today, it can't have value tomorrow. And so we need to be mindful of our participation. Whatever your, your calling brings you to, whatever your cause that you stand for, you have to stand. There are no room, there is no room on the sidelines. There is no room to watch it happen and unfold on the news and think this is somebody else's problem. It is not. If enough of us stand up, we can eliminate problems. We can curb certain situations. And so we can bring value to our family, our community, and our education system because those are foundation pieces, very important foundation pieces for what's next, for what 2023 is going to look like and beyond. So uh, I wanted to make sure I added that. Um, I do want to talk about um, how our agenda is increasing the number of boys that we reach and serve. Our philosophy is that we have seven touch points with each boy, with each male that we engage. If it's just an introduction, that's one touch point. We see the touch points as the seeds. Once you meet someone, the impression that you leave on them is important. It is a it is a seed that was planted. So how many seeds does it take to uh, to to nurture and water and grow someone to the next level? Those first three or four seeds are just about trust. It's just about how you build trust. What are you saying? Are you somebody I want to model? It takes less than three seconds to have a first impression of somebody when you see them. The next 10 seconds talks or speaks to the um, wh what they say. So those next few words and those next 10 seconds will then take you a little bit deeper into how you engage someone. 
And then finally, within that three minutes of engagement, you've already formed an opinion about whether somebody's going to bring value to you or not. And so our young people, they can see through a lot of the facade. They have a, a barometer that helps them see truth about people and whether their intentions are good for them. We have to help them get stronger in that, stronger in their discernment by exposing them to more positive things, more things to have them help them to have value and what's next for them. You have to convince. We have to. Tomorrow. <laughs> forget about tomorrow. Right. You have to. We have to understand that in order for, and this is a little bit just to share, right? Um, um, the the actual ingredient to make a, a successful young man. This is a this is a jewel, right? So the actual ingredient, he, the child is born. The child is then shaped in the environment. If we shape the environment in a positive way. The child then uh, has is eager to learn. Um, I when I started, encourage me. I'm young in 1992 when God gave me encourage me. I'm young. I was working in a daycare center where none of the children looked like me, right? But I, what I saw was so valuable because the 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 anxiousness to be creative in this environment was all present and then you see it in a lot of kids what has happened is is that in the process we're conditioned against that boy so if he's in the daycare and let's say the boy is very very emotional because if you've seen any study where the father was present and the father dropped off the boy the boy or the girl the child act very very well, they they found this study to be so amazing that men were taking the kids to the daycare center and the kids were getting out the car, handling business. If you're paying attention, you will see if you see a father with his kids, a father, he's not going necessarily when the kid is at walking age. He's not going to open up that door. Uh, the kid is opening up the door and getting in and putting themselves in the car seat. Right. These are the things that we do where that teaches self-reliability, self-reliant. Right. And so when you do everything for them, uh, they become dependent on that. That's why you get the whining. And so the boy is so emotional in the daycare. Now he wants to hit. He wants because this is the environment that he's in. But if you change that environment, he's not the one that's doing the hitting. Right. And so we have to understand that just the, the ingredient to have the successful boy become a successful male, become a successful man, become a successful husband and father, it starts right there. So we have to understand that what we're talking about, what we're doing is absolutely helping families be better, right? And that's such an important piece uh, because we say things, uh, as I was elaborating today earlier on the morning show, we say things about our boys. We 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 put our boys behind the eight ball early. One, he's bad. Two, he doesn't know how to act. Three, I think he has ADHD. Four, uh, he got a problem. Five, uh, here, here go this gift, this toy, right? 
I see so many young boys walking around with video games in their hands. I see them walking around. I'm talking about young boys that should be having books I'm, and being creative. They're walking around with full-blown computers in their hand. And, and I'm telling you, your fundamentals is getting to the computer. It's not being the computer. The computer man must always be in control of his uh, computer. If the computer is in control of the man, it will teach him things, violence. It would teach him things, disrespect. If we continue to go this way, so the boy then turns five. And here's here's a point I want to bring home with that. He turns five and guess what? He sees this world is completely against him. Now, I don't care how y'all want to take it, how you want to dress it up at five. When a boy has died by suicide at five, the only thing that could make a boy Die by suicide at five is how he was treated, how he was raised, and what he is seeing. Those are the three things, right? And so we have to get to a place where we value our males. That's where we fell off and joined into the system uh, and not valuing our males. And that's why we're so divided. Her conversation and his conversation, boy, bye. Oh, this B-I-T-C-A. You see what I'm saying? We have these divisive conversations continuously and calling it black. So and then when you go into other communities and other areas, we're putting our kids in other communities and other areas with no leadership skills whatsoever. Right. <laughs> and so what we're doing is we're constantly placing Boys in a disadvantage And as I had a conversation earlier today This is for everybody This conversation about boys is for everybody Right I say it all the time I got the black boys But them white boys and them Hispanic boys and uh, We can help them too But I'm telling you right now They're in trouble as well And if we act like that is only a black issue When it comes to the suicide Then everybody we all blind But I'm telling you that more important than anything the ingredients to make a successful male starts when he falls out the womb. Absolutely. And the more that, that we are aware and we are educated and we are uh, clear in our values as a family, as a community, again, in education, as we become more clear, we set a clear path for our kids. We have to set those clear pathways. And, you know, as we talk about some of the topics coming in 2023, it's going to take some open-mindedness. It's going to take um, some people who are ready and willing to see a lot differently and to act a lot differently and to work together so that we can bring the change that we really want to see in our world to bear. Again, there is no room on the sidelines. There is no room to say, oh, that's their kid. Oh, that's them next door. Oh, that's them down the street. It's all of us. It's in, in every direction that you can see, we have that same responsibility. How do we do that? It does start with self. It does start at home. But we live, breathe, play, build our wealth in the same community. And so if you want to see those outcomes, you have to be a part of the work to make it happen. 
Yeah, it 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 it, it it's the participation, right? So I, I often and and I gotta say this, get this off my chest, right? Oftentimes, I see I look on uh, Facebook and I and I see where we select these causes, right? Um, and I I've seen people who we even mentor their kids where they select causes, right? They go in, they look for this nonprofit, and they select causes. Right. That does not even come into their community like it, it, it amazes me. Right. So this is not even in your community, but this is something you want to support. That, that's a detachment. Right. Because I, I find it very, very incredible that this just in the city alone, there are 801 youth led organizations. Documented. Documented, 801 documented youth-led organizations, right? And so when we went and looked, we weren't even in the the conversation. But the other part was we realized that we did some incredible things for this conversation, right? So that also let us know we was in a different, on a different path. We have a different path, different trajectory uh, for this this group. Um, but. I, I had to say that because I think it's a disservice um, that when you know that these agencies and 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 let me be clear, uh, there were a lot of people who contributed to encourage me. I'm young. If it wasn't for these people contributing, we're not here. There were a lot of people who contributed those fives and those tens and those twenty five dollars and those fifteens and those twelves uh, and right that. People that cash tapped and those little things most definitely were huge to us because that's how we've been making it. Right. We're not making it uh, and and like some of these type like we ain't got a big brother, big sister budget. You know what I mean? I I pray that we get a third of that. We could put on a a bigger show. Right. But more importantly, the fact that we have to work so hard. Right. And our own community could be pouring in to help, like Heather was saying, get involved, give up a little bit of time, stop investing in the liquor stores. We got way too many people, you know, stop investing in the liquor stores. Let's cut that. Pull that investment out. Take that money out that liquor store. Right. Let's let's stop investing in uh, certain things that does not help. But causes a hindrance, right? Because every time uh, I remember the conversation with Ella Bullock Cummings when Kwame was the mayor, 70, 70, 70 some percent of all crime created are, is happening at beer, wine and liquor stores. Right. Right. That, and majority of them liquor stores. Right. The beer and wine stores don't have the biggest problem as the liquor stores do. Right. And so what is that saying? Right. That the liquor is the issue. Uh, at one point, even during that time, we didn't even have coffee shops back then. Now we got coffee, right, in, in, in the city, but we still got the same issues. We have to get to a place where we have a standard. That standard is family and not talking against it, but making sure that every child in the family, right, because I, I, I said consistently, it affected me. It affected me with my family, and that's very tough. It's a tough thing to experience. I don't want nobody else to experience it, period. And so I'm sharing that to say, you know, y'all can come on. Uh, 
get involved, be looking for fathers, right? Uh, to get involved, sacrifice some time, put down, because you can't come in, you can't come around my kids smoking, smoke, smoking and smelling like weed. Can't do that. Can't be around my kids with that. That's something you have to do someplace else. We not buying that, right? Do not come into our environment with that. So that's the first thing. The other thing is that alcohol. We've dealt with these things. We've had to pull fathers aside and people aside about drinking and coming into the program and thinking that that's okay. This is not okay. We them them kids when they leave their home, leave that stuff at the crib. They don't want that to be uh, at their mentoring program where they're trying to escape from that environment. So let's tighten up in these areas so our families can have better opportunities and stop teaching the violence. Let's work and stop teaching the violence. Well, if you hit me, we got grown people at high schools fighting, parents fighting in the parking lot. Like you cannot imagine how embarrassing that is for a child. And then they get right into it because I'm my child's best friend. So who are you talking to? We didn't seen all of this. That's not what we need. We need more healthy families and, and, and to make a prosperous community. And we need our boys to be healthy men, husbands and fathers. Thanks, Calvin. I know we're about to wrap up. Uh, I just want to cover our third agenda for 2023. The third item on this agenda is to increase our visibility. We want you to see what we're doing. We want you to find your particular place in what we're doing, whether you're contributing financially, whether you're volunteering and, and um, sharing some time, whether you're speaking to your employers about um, their employee um donation uh, process where you can take a amount a five dollar out of your check to donate toward any for those causes and some to support some of the things that we're doing monthly whatever that that pathway is for you get involved help us be more visible come and see what we're really doing you can look at past uh podcastic shows you can look on our youtube channel which is emmy tv look at some of the things that we're doing Look at the outcomes for the boys that we are pouring into, the families that we're pouring into that are pouring into us. We are looking to make a change. There is a change in a young man when he has that level of investment in him, when he has people who believe in him, who listen to him, who, who address him by his name who uh, a, an organization that he can identify with. When you see our Emmy Future Leaders, whether they're in a jacket or they're in a T-shirt or they're in their uniform, their polo shirts, it means something that they have that on. It means something that they've achieved these goals. Compliment them. Encourage them. Learn their names. There's nothing more important that shows value than using somebody's correct name. Now, we know that there are nicknames and all of those things are nice. But when you really acknowledge somebody and their identity, you use their name. Use their name. Call them by name. Tell them that you're proud of them. Affirm them. Tell them that they can do it. Encourage them. We all need that level of encouragement, which is one of the important reasons that the organization is named Encourage Me, I'm Young. We were all there. We were all at that age. Now we can turn it around for them. We know what it felt like to endure. Just going, just growing up, 
Now there's it's our turn as adults to pour back into them. The things that we know that we missed, we can pour that back into our own kids and their friends and those students. We have an opportunity to do that. And so let's take let's take um let's take the responsibility to recreate our community and restore our families. Yes. Yes. So 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 Heather this as we are winding down there's there's a, a nightmarish thought that we have um when we go to the store mm-hmm. right um when we pull out right i mean the situation that just occurred with the sister and, and rosedale it was amazing how many people knew her right it was amazing how people reacted right it's amazing how we see these things from one perspective. And, you know, uh, when I got the call, you know, I noticed, you know, so much empathy. Right? We have to do that for our males. We do not have that empathy like that for our males unless they were somebody. Uh, you did it for Tupac. You did it for Biggie. But as I was sharing before, when the little girl was killed by the police on First 48, everybody knows that little girl's name. They don't know the why. Right? They don't know that they saw retribution happen up close and personal. All we wanted to do was yell and scream, and they now nah, we're going to sue the cops. We're going to sue Detroit police, right? They got a whole mural for this young girl. So as a young man, imagine at 16 sitting on a bicycle, and that girl's father and a friend pull up in a van and shoot and kill a 16-year-old boy. To tell you how bad it is, they put a mirror up now. When they ran in the house, the gun goes off. They came up with every scenario to why this young girl was killed except for the spiritual scenario. You reap what you sow. You sow bad seed, you're going to reap it. So the gun goes off, kills the little girl. She got murals everywhere. No one can tell me this 16-year-old boy's name. I've looked. It wasn't even in the paper. No one can tell me this 16-year-old boy's name. So imagine how absent we have been with our males. And this include our males. Uh, we, we have fostered a, a, a sense of no value on our males. We've we've contributed consistently to the lack of value for our males. No one can tell me who that what is that boy's name. Now, now think about that. We put a mirror up for the little girl whose father gave a gun to the man that killed the 16 year old boy. We don't have a 16 year old boy mural up. 
But we got one for the four-year-old or the six-year-old. I don't know how old that girl was. But you have a mural up for her. The daddy sat at the table with Jeffrey Figer and all of them at a press conference knowing that he gave the gun to the man that he was harboring in his home to kill the 16-year-old boy and literally sat at the table like he was innocent. Nah. That type of fatherhood, I don't know where y'all get that from. But harboring criminals, stop it. Because you're going to pay for that. And now they are doing their due diligence. And if you harbored, we're coming for you, too. That's exactly what they stated. So I'm telling you, we have got to get a hold on this value piece for our males. It is impacting them. You're participating by throwing them away. We call our boys the N-word, goons, right? We we consistently, my dog, right? We switched it up as we got older to my guy. But the, the, the lack of value for that black boy coming out the womb, that has to change. Your violence is not going to go away till you change how we raise our boys, because that's what the system wants. The system wants that black boy in these areas beneath. You see it in the commercial. These our boys are seeing this. Our boys are seeing the absence of the father and how it impacts them. Our boys are seeing this everywhere they go. So I just wanted to make that clear. That across the board, across the board, we have to change and understand the value. The father sees it. You hear me? The father sees it. The father said, the men said all across the world, fathers see that we are not valued. They say, oh, it's Father's Day. Might not even be this, 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 this. We're not reciprocating the value. We praise the value to the devaluing. Even a bad mother gets more love than a good father. We got to cut that out. We have to value and love and appreciate our males. And we have to be uh, intentional and caring and, and, and reassuring to our boys and teaching them so they can become better men, husbands and fathers. All ingredients count. What part of the ingredients are you putting in for our boys to be successful? If it's what I've seen so far, you can keep that. Bring them to us. <laughs> it's hard to come behind that. Um, what I, I want to just keep reiterating is that uh, we're in a, a new year. What we failed to do last year in 2022, we have an opportunity to do in 2023. Be part of the solution. There is something that you can do. Our strategy, our Emmyway strategy three things. You can engage. Engagement means to be able to know who you're speaking to, 
ask their name, address them by name. It shows it shows a level of respect. You can offer something good to them, offer a kind word, a smile, a high five, fist bump. Give them something positive. We can rebuild our community this way, and that's with all of us. The second thing we can do is empower. We empower people by acknowledging their gifts, their thoughts, their importance, their value. We empower people when we tell them we believe in them. We empower them when we say that we can do this together. We empower them when we recognize that they have special gifts, talents, abilities to bring to the table. We also encourage. We encourage people by acknowledging them and their importance and their value. Acknowledge when someone encouraged them with empowering words. Encourage them, saying that you um, that you thought they did a good job, that you appreciate something that they said or did that you value them in a leadership position, a leadership role. Encourage people. People want to feel connected. People want to feel value and importance. And people don't need to have uh, violence or weapons to prove their level of respect and importance. Somehow we foster that as somebody being important. And we need to we need to make sure that we're we're doing more to show people their value and some of the things that they do that um, that contribute to our society, that contribute to their families, that contribute to our communities. We have to acknowledge that the, the more you hear about the good things that a person does, the more they want to be acknowledged for those things. These are these are easy things to do. Um, when you find yourself or others that may be uh, in need of some additional resources, reach out for those resources. Help them in that way. There's lots that we can do. And so, again, what happened in our past, we have an opportunity to change today. This is a new day. This is a reset. So use this opportunity to reset in those areas where you may have felt like you have fallen short. Um, This is the time to do that. Start off new this 2023. It is a great year ahead. Well, with that being said... Remember two things. One, love better. Two, teach better. My name is Calvin Mann. This is Heather Heather Rue. This is the beginning of 2023. God bless you and encourage me. I'm young. Peace.